Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day We're live. And Welcome that's back. Why Treasure Planet is the mo- least, least justifiably excluded from the primary canon. That's I, what I like how you fucked up on your own impromptu improv bit. What? <laughs> I think we need to have serious conversations after game about what counts as Disney canon. Talking about Lion King incest. <laughs> All of you take six lethal damage. Fuck yeah! New game. I didn't say anything. New game. Well, I guess we're going to Werewolf Early. Don't say fuck yeah too quickly, Jack. That means you're on deck. I've got the entire first chapter written. So, welcome back, everyone, (laughs) to Terminus Tendency. I am William, and I am your storyteller for this Hunter the Vigil Chronicle. Joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. At the moment, uh, Kayla Wynn. And, I, uh, I almost forgot. <laughs> you almost forgot who you were playing. All right, who'd you indicate next, William? Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Drew, the Lucifer Scholar. John. I'm John. I'm playing Zero Albright, the head, the director of operations for the Chiron Group in Atlanta, and also a person with a gun in his face. Yep. And Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Nikolai Dolka, a member of the Ascending Ones, and Team Medic, who's not dead yet. Mm-hmm. And Holly? Uh, hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, uh, Knights of St. Adrian, and Murder Hobo. And Craig. I'm Craig. I'm playing Paul Spanner Phillips, Aegis Kaidoro Acquisitions Expert, and I am currently invisible. Until you start stabbing things. Asterisk. No, because I stabbed them from 30 feet away. (laughs) Very soon, I'm sure. You are currently invisible asterisk. Exactly. And when we last left this cell of hunters, uh, they had finally decided that it was time to make a move against the colonel after receiving an amount of information and enlightenment about the situation regarding the Terminus tendency the revelation that 
behind the pull of the behind draw behind the draw that is bringing all of the monsters to Atlanta isn't just an innate factor of any artifact that they are that they are seeking, but rather a shadowy council of individuals who are composed of powerful beings from the supernatural races who are pushing monsters to Atlanta. Uh, discovering that the most easily accessible would be the Nukalavi, whose lieutenant is the colonel. Uh, deciding to set an ambush for the colonel's caravan by forcing it to detour through a abandoned mall uh, and preparing to firebomb the caravan as it gets as it gets caught and recruiting a number of werewolves to the task, the group has made a successful opening to the ambush, having wiped out the entire contents of two of the, of the five vehicles. But as the firebombing continues and Zero on fire went to attack the colonel in person, sorry, two of the, two of the six vehicles, uh, went to attack, went to attack the colonel in person, uh, the colonel revealed some of the power that he had received from his fey master as shadows began to suffuse his form and the fires on his person began to douse as he reached up and put his large oversized luger to Zero's forehead. And we return as he pulls the trigger at the top of the round. So is it actually a cold shot? Or is he just shooting at me normal? He's just shooting at you. Okay, so then I have more dots than it would be if it was a cold shot. Or more, 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 I apply more penalties. Yes, you, you apply more armor, but he also takes less of a cold shot penalty. Uh, so he's shooting at me in melee, which means I apply my defense. It's a ranged attack, so he has a minus six to his roll. Alright. Cool. <clears throat> That's good. Take four lethal damage. Hey, that's not good. Bashing, that's not four, four bashing damage because bulletproof vest. You are wearing bulletproof armor. And I forget if it counts like this for us or if that's only in werewolf. But is it two bashing is one block or each bashing is one block by itself? Each bashing each... is one by itself. Okay. It's just the slash marks on the blocks as opposed to the X's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just uh, so in in some systems it's like two bashing is one block and one. It's weird. Anyways, I've got four. There are there are some abilities that will heal either two bashing or one lethal. Yeah, and that you're thinking. So what you're thinking is when it goes down, when it fills up, and you take more bashing, you start filling them in as lethal. Okay, maybe. Uh, it's yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> I've taken four points of bashing uh, four points of bashing damage. That's not good. Uh, and then that brings us to the rest of these folks. Most of them are fighting the werewolf, but there's a number of them that are going to be taking shot that are going to be taking pot shots at you guys. Uh, behind a hedge. <laughs> Astrid, you've got a few people that are gonna try and attack you. Oh yay. See how well any of these guys can do. Okay. Astrid and Zero are the tanks. It's fine. We're supposed to take. <laughs> okay, so between four attacks, uh, you take. Four damage. 
that's that's a lot of attacks though. Okay. Uh, and it, it, you're wearing bulletproof vest, so it is bashing damage rather than lethal damage. Okay. Uh, which then brings it to some of the ones that are on fire are firing at Nikolai and Kayla. And Paul is still technically not visible to the vampires, except for the colonel, who will get to you in a minute. Who will get to you in a minute, Paul? I, and just just to be clear, I was thirty feet away. I stabbed him with an invisible thing, but he still knows where I am. Oh yes. Okay. You 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 act, you act like he cares. Okay, that's fair. That's I did fair. light him on fire, and he extinguished it. So, <laughs> not adhering to normal vampire rules as it turns out Faye don't care about vampire rules not usually how how many non-colonel vampires are there uh left uh four of them are on fire uh there are two next to him uh so there are four eight twelve there are 14 vampires left well no correction there are one two there are four vampires left the rest are ghouls Okay. Which, the, these these fellows in green are the yeah the, the, the ones vampires? the ones with the ones with the green and red are the vampires. The ones in just plain black are the ghouls. Okay, great. Thanks. Color coded for our convenience. And the big guy with the trench coat is the colonel. Right. And Jack Cross is the big picture with the, in the square, right? Yes, that would be Jack Cross. Jack as, Cross a, as a werewolf, he is particularly large. The picture right. of Jack Cross. <laughs> oh, hey there, Captain Krynos. Is it too late to change my character for your uh, werewolf game, Joe? Captain Krynos. I am a werewolf vigilante who, who masquerades as a superhero. <laughs> I feel like that is someone who really tried to get at that as their deed name and just won't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would definitely constitute a reject. <laughs> oh, the fireworks have already started, yeah. Okay. Um, so, the... the... <laughs> Uh, Nikolai, you take two points of bashing damage as a shot grazes you. Son of a bitch. Uh, Kayla, what's your armor at? Uh, I think two. Okay, so it was exactly the same. Or was it three? Two slash three. So three. You have, yeah. The the right number is, should be ballistic. Right. So yeah, exactly the same. Uh, you take one point of bashing damage. Pa. Drew, it had been assumed that you are present but staying back. Uh, if you want to go ahead and roll initiative. Yes. Um, also, we discussed this before last week, but can you remind? I believe we decided that Paul had done something before. Yes, you are started. also you are also covered by the invisibility of Paul's artifacts, which means that unless you unless you make an aggressive action that that an individual can see. You are mostly invisible unless someone is actively looking for you, in which case they have to make a very difficult test. All right. Uh, my initiative's at 10. Okay. Sorry, There's... I just wanted to confirm that in case yeah. I'm Drew, To be clear, Drew, you would, you would have to touch the artifact that, that Paul has, which he yeah. cut himself and put some blood on it. Not cool. on the part that he offered to everybody else, but just it, it looks like a bloody silver dish. Yeah. And it brings us I that brings blood us. sacrifice powers too. <laughs> that brings us to Spanner. 
I just rented mine. Um, <laughs> weird that we can't see the turn order. I can only see my own name on it. Yeah, you can see mine. Here's something, something that I would assume Paul would know, but I as a player don't know. Um, with the scale, if someone touches it again after already having tipped off a vampire to where they are, Hey, no, um, you, I, you would have to spill more blood to activate it again. Okay. Um, how how bad off are Nico and Kayla looking? Uh, roll me medicine. Pretty sure I don't have that one. Um, Whitson's medicine. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to do... Uh, 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 Just a chance roll with wits, I guess. Sure. Chance roll with wits and medicine. They look like they're better than they've ever been with that with that dramatic failure. (laughs) Oh, fantastic! All right. Well, (laughs) they look like they look like they're so high on adrenaline they're not even feeling pain right now. Well, my cowardice will be easy to justify to myself now. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Let's see. Um, is, is the colonel still occupied with with uh, Zara? For the moment. What is the vampire beside Zaro doing? Uh, firing at Jack Cross. <laughs> Who is okay. closing? What is the ghoul doing that's standing beside the colonel? Also firing at Jack Cross. Also being on fire. <sighs> okay. Um, and 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 this this other group of on fire people are the ones that are firing at uh, at, at Nico and Kayla. And Nico and Kayla, yeah. All right. And Astrid, how does Astrid look? She's uh, okay. Astrid's probably fine. She's. She hurts some, but she's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, then I, I think I'm going to try to uh, um, try to attack the colonel again. How did I lose track of Colleen's token? Hmm. I also don't it's see that on the map. That's probably how. Astrid's right over here. Okay. Oh, he's okay. Okay. Yeah, I will make another attack roll then. Um, am I still hunkered down behind a... I think I was behind a car. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to st- I'm, I'm, I'm stab and then duck down entirely behind the car after I do so. Like a, just a real hero. <laughs> uh, Dex and... Not larceny. Weaponry. I want to steal his life. That larceny attack means you steal his heart. <laughs> Zero successes. <laughs> so you're, you're still uh, you're still on chance roll for that is why oh. I didn't actually roll the dice pool. Oh, okay. You have to change that thank, to attack. Thank roll. God. Okay. Yeah, I'm putting it back. <laughs> um, and you know what? I'm actually going to use a willpower for this if I may. Go ahead. Uh, out of three. And you're attacking who? The, the colonel. Okay. With with the Doru talisman, six damage. So you 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 thrust your hand forward in a in a, in a, in a thrusting motion with the with the talisman in your palm, 
and the 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 heavy slash appears across the body of the the colonel but all that pours out is just this raw diffuse shadow that begins to leak out of the gash in his body that looks about normal for a vampire, to the best of my knowledge. All right, and then I'm going to duck down and uh, uh, just crouch. Before, before you, before you duck down, you see him look down at the gash and then look up and lock eyes with you. Okay, so I think probably from his perspective, he sees a middle-aged British man like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nipping off to the pub now. <laughs> uh, Colleen is currently hidden and is going to stay that way. Nikolai. Okay. Can, do I have line of sight to Astrid? Uh, you can see her across the across the battlefield. Yes. Okay. Nico's going to tap Kayla and just be like, Astrid's getting her ass kicked, and is going to move. Probably, what's my speed? Nine. Wow. Okay. I'm a fast boy. Um, yeah, he's he, he's going to run his nine meters and then try and put a three-round burst into one of the ghouls that's attacking Astrid. I will assume that nine meters will cover most of the battlefield, so you'll end up right about here. These positions are not meant to be, like, completely right. accurate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still trying to stay behind the cover of the hedges as best we can, but yeah. Cool. He's, um, I assume the ghoul doesn't get to apply his defense. <laughs> no, but he does apply his armor, which will be three. Okay. Three. Okay. Because they're also wearing bulletproof vests. Okay. Everyone here has got the bulletproof. <laughs> um... I actually, I wanted to ask and make sure I could have put one on, even though I wasn't there. Yes, yes. There were enough bulletproof vests for everyone. Even on the vampire side. (laughs) No. Oh, wait. Our vampires. Okay. Uh, So that's going to put him at a minus two on the modifier if he's doing a three-round burst. Oh, you know what? Damn. Aw. Full miss, and then I think I think the reason back down. I think the reason you guys can't see the turn order is because I made those turns while while I was sitting at the main page and then moved over to this page. Yep, that'll do it. Yep, that'll do it. So the tokens that are tracking the turns are not actually on the page you guys are looking at. That's probably why. Don't worry, I can see it though. Okay, Jack, it it says nine A in the bottom of your. Yeah, my MP five has gets nine again on. uh, Okay, okay. Because because it it shoots big bullets to make up for the fact that I can't hit things. I didn't know what that stood for, so I was just Mm -hmm. I was hoping that that meant no. This is not a good roll. Yeah, no, it's just I I didn't hit I all five of my dice nothing nothing eight or above. Okay. So, So, yeah, (laughs) three bullets into the side of a vehicle. (laughs) Kayla. All right. Um, Sorry. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, there are a lot. I I feel like it's probably best to follow suit because... Man, that's 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 a lot of uglies over there. Um Yep, I'm going to my speed is No, no, my speed is also 9. Where are you? Nico is right here. 
Okay. Seems about legit. Yep. <laughs> and I will I will just fire a shot. Uh attack, blah blah blah. Uh negatives, etc. Their armor is three for ballistic. Okay. One! I hit! It's a damage. I did some damage. Ah, ah, ah. The hilarious thing is, the one that you hit was the one that Ash had been pounding on, so he actually dies. <laughs> Depending on who you ask, Astrid might consider that a kill stolen, but you know. She probably will. Have stop trying to sow dissension among the players. <laughs> what do you think you are, a World of Darkness storyteller? Mm. <laughs> no, I'm actually a D&D storyteller. I do that there, too. Fair, fair. It is the best thing to do with D&D. <laughs> Drew, it's your turn. Okay. So the blind boy is hearing <laughs> lots of loud gunshot noises. Yep. Roughly knows that things are prob are on fire in one direction. Has anyone said aloud the like Colonel being only being not fire? Or I don't think I don't think anyone's had the time to information. Everyone has. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone's had the time to communicate that one. No. Cool. Um. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, in that case, I can't do anything about that. Because um, that, that literally just happened at the top of this round. Yeah, I don't... Also, On Fire in One Direction is the name of my Zayn Malik cover band. That I figured, probably. <laughs> the thing is, every time I use my ranged attack, I have to spend willpower, and I kind of want to save my willpower for when this fight gets particularly rough. You have Molotovs. Hmm? I I have Molotovs. No one told me I had Molotovs. And I made sure every blind person Molotov. I made sure that's Nico, my bigger concern. Nico made sure that everybody had at least two Molotovs. Oh my god! <laughs> unless you would have, unless you would have refused them, you have at least two Molotovs. I feel like I would have just rolled my eyes and taken them. Um, but no, I'm not gonna throw Molotovs because. I would just be throwing them at a random direction and possibly injuring allies. <laughs> I support this. Not Save yet. I'm not person. that desperate yet. Um, also, I have a penalty to that and I'm not good at it in the first place. I am now inspired by this concept. I'm going to play Junkrat without my glasses on at some point. Having <laughs> played a lot of Overwatch without my glasses on. Actually not as hard because you're blonde firing anyway. Right. <laughs> you're just going by whether or not the screen lights up with a little you did hit, you didn't hit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm invisible. I'm going to have my hell dog take a look at the battlefield and report back to me. 
Gotta I... use my action to look through my familiar's eyes because I can do that. Yep. I guess. I mean, looking looking through the eyes of your familiar, you see things going to hell. Essentially, okay. um, you you see the shadow that that is pouring off of the colonel. You see that that raw darkness that is pouring out of him. Which you're a little bit more familiar with monsters than most. You know, that's not a vampire thing. That's not supposed to be a vampire thing. At least not that you've ever seen. We um, all know about the like. Yeah, him him being a lieutenant of a fae. Yeah. Okay. Um, did anyone bring cold iron? What? Screams <laughs> the air because invisible. Yeah, I did. Well, we we can but all see you. It's only vampire. Oh, yeah, Sorry. super supernatural creatures are unable to see you. Yeah. Okay. So, Drew, still probably hiding. I, I'll move closer to Colleen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want us to. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's my go. All right. Uh, friendly vampires. Uh, Archer is going to run over here. And. <laughs> Join his sister uh, as uh, as Archer uh, immediately rushes up next to you, moving faster than is humanly possible. You notice off to your side, uh, Astrid, as he just sort of appears in a blur with a gun in each hand and just starts pressing them into the torso of the of the ghoul next to you and just firing at point blank. Which is not apparently a very good way to fire guns in the world of darkness. <laughs> nope. <laughs> point blank. Yeah. Uh, depends on new or old. Yeah, uh, new world. New also. world of darkness. Yeah, new world of darkness or old world of darkness. It's actually really good. In new world, because you, in new world, world of darkness get, operates primarily on rule of cool. In, I mean, in, yeah. in new world, if you're firing into point blank, they get their defense added to the. They get their defense and their full dodge if they choose to dodge. The, the the idea being that when you've got the gun that close, they can try and push the gun aside. Yeah. Um, but taking three shots with his celerity, uh, he rushes forward and just unloads uh, these, these this ammunition into his target. And under a, under a barrage of bullets, the ghoul just falls underneath the underneath the shots. Uh, that one is also dead. Uh, and meanwhile, Alexander uh, will. Run up and join this werewolf over here. Yeah, that one's gonna die. Yep. Zero, your turn. So my problem is that I can either draw my cold iron knife and then give him another turn to stat to shoot me, or I can stab him. Because I also had the feeling that maybe the cold iron knife would be a better option here, but that requires me to take a turn of doing nothing while in front of him. This is your this is your decision. Uh, question. Yes. Uh, this is a stupid question, and the answer and it probably doesn't work. But I might as well ask. Mm-hmm. I have the archery fighting style. 
which two dots says in, says uh, with two dots gives you the rapid knock ability, which allows you to reload a bow as a reflexive action rather than as a full action. The implication there being that you can draw an arrow from a quiver as a reflexive action. You cannot draw your cold steel, cold iron knife as a reflexive action. Well, no, 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 no. Could I draw a cold iron arrow as a reflexive action and stab him with the arrow? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but you're going to be taking a penalty because it's not actually a knife. No, I know it's not actually a knife. You'll be, you'll be taking, um... We'll say minus two to the dice pool because you're trying to stab someone with an arrow. I'm just trying to see if the cold iron actually has any substantial effect or not. So That's fair. I was making an entire guess. Well, no. Zero was also on that line of thought. The, the thing is that I have my cold iron knife on me, but I that it's an action to draw the knife. So, mm-hmm. um, so minus two, you said? Yeah, minus two to to the pool. Does it still qualify as a knife for my specialties, for my specializations? uh, Same basic shanking motion, so sure. Okay. Um, But then also his defense is currently seven. Uh, If I do that, I don't have enough dice to actually hit him, so never mind. You can always spend the willpower. Um... I, I still wouldn't have enough dice to actually hit him. All of my ability to hit people uh, relies on the damage numbers of my weapons, and so when my da- when the damage number of my weapon is negative three at that point. <laughs> uh... So you're saying is you're relying on your tools rather than your skills. Um, the combination of my tools and skills. Thank you very much. Hmm. The reason I rolled ten dice is because of the combination of the two. Uh... At least you have combat capability, which some of us really don't. Fuck it. I draw my cold iron. I take my action to draw my cold iron knife. <laughs> and that's my turn. Alright. Astrid. I am... What is this, um, like... What is the green thing? That would be the vampire of the group. Okay. I'm gonna go for him. Alright. <clears throat> and I'm gonna go with the axes. All right, go ahead and attack. The defense on him is four. So you're going to have several minus four on the attack. Okay, can I spend a willpower on this? Yes, that'll bring it up to minus one. Okay. Four damage, nice. Watch. I had to. I had to do one of my uh, Duolingo lessons right here between turns, because by the time the stream ends, it's the next day for me, and thus I would lose my streak on Duolingo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you you rush up and deal four lethal damage as you bring your axes in and just dig into the uh, the 
um, side of the vampire, and the axe bites deep, and he kind of recoils from the blow. Uh, a werewolf's turn. Uh, the werewolf is going to step over here, and uh, probably going to eat that ghoul. With five damage, he eats that ghoul. Nom nom. Uh, Jack Cross is going to take two attacks. Takes like tastes like the Weaver. Hmm. With seven and eight damage, uh, he just with with one claw each just kind of grabs the vampire and the ghoul that are next to the colonel, grabs them both by the throat, and just kind of lifts them off the ground, and with his thumb just presses under the chin and just <clears throat> pop both of them. <laughs> Like a soda cans. Uh, the werewolves are going to tear in. Their, these heroes are going to tear into that group. Means if any of them survived. One of them doesn't die. We'll probably die on the vampire's turn again because they're on still on fire. Back to the vampires. Let's see if they die, because they're on fire. Yeah, the last guy in that group over there is dies. <laughs> this vampire is on fire. Okay, so the vampire that you just dug your axe into and the ghoul next to him. Oh no, the ghoul next to him is dead. The ghoul next door. <laughs> The vampire is going to try and shoot you. Well, no, he's going to try and stab you. With his claws. Yes, you, Astrid. He's going to try and use his claws on you. Sounds like claws for alarm. <laughs> Damn you fucking people. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> I like now it. you're just re now you're just doing it to do it. Mm. Some of us have claws for concern. Am I dead? Uh, that is five points of lethal damage. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to have you. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to renegotiate your uh, your uh, pun clause in your code. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, you can talk to my agent. Oh. <laughs> uh. No, I can't. Your agent speaks entirely in pun. <laughs> <laughs> Should have thought of that. It means that so I cannot one, have one, I one, cannot have a negotiation without punching them repeatedly in the face. One might say your agent is entirely pungent. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I am glad that I shouted my way through not hearing that. I'm really glad that I made a character that can't help you assholes not die. <laughs> Astrid, I need you to make me a stamina roll real quick. Just your stamina. Okay. Because you are full up on damage. Yes, I am. That didn't roll oh. any dice. Hold on. Sorry, had it on the wrong one. Still didn't oh. roll any dice. What am I doing wrong? Uh, hang on. Do you not have any stamina? 
There you I go. Have right okay. Thank you. Uh, oh, wait. No, ignore that wound penalty. Yeah, I was going to say it shouldn't have the wound penalty. I uh, just roll it again. Add three. Okay. You are still standing. Yep. Okay. You are not unconscious at the moment. Uh, Which then brings it back to... The Colonel is going to come at you, Zero. All right. Uh, Still has a minus six to his attack, because he's the only person that's attacked me. Yep. As he as he looks over at you with the pistol still raised and prepares to pull the trigger, his other hand just kind of reaches down and grabs some of that diffuse shadow that's bleeding out of him, and it sort of coagulates and forms a ball in his hand. Then he brings it up with his offhand and throws it towards the bush where Spanner is, is trying, or towards the car where Spanner is trying to hide. Uh, so, first off, his attack against you. Five points of bashing damage. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, look, I'm full up. Make me a stamina roll. You are not collapsed. I mean, it, it added in the wound penalty for some reason, but... It, you still, you still stay, or still succeed. succeed. <laughs> I still succeed. Um, and then Spanner. Hmm. You take three points of aggravated damage as that shadow mass splashes against where you're sitting and begins to eat away at you. Okay, what what does this look like slash feel like? So it's like a ball of tar almost that splashes over the car and lands on you. And as it touches you, it feels like acid eating away at your flesh. And when, and when you look at it, you can see the flesh that it touches rapidly undergoing necrosis. Fantastic. Paul is actually probably halfway through a text to the, the labyrinth saying, Scale Scylla doesn't seem to... (laughs) I was really hoping that you wanted to know what it felt like so you could scream appropriately, and my prayers have been answered. (laughs) I'm I'm method, what can I say? Um, How do I mark aggravated? Dear Uh, Lord. So there's a third third step of damage. The the one slash is for bashing, the the crossed axe is is for lethal, and then there's a third one with a vertical line for aggravated. Yeah, okay, so I have I have one lethal and three aggravated now. Yep. Okay. Not taking penalties yet, but <clears throat> we are and now it's your turn. Um is it physical at all? Like does it feel like I could get it off? Possibly. It sort of feels like tar on your skin that's slowly rotting you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think that's my action. Um, I'm going to... I think he rips off his coat and starts trying to use it to, to get it off as much of himself as possible. Right, so you take your action and you wipe it off of your body and you manage to get it off and throw the coat down. And as you look, the coat rapidly deteriorates. 
as it as it so as it soaks in this black mass. I I think I think a cooler, more stylish hunter would have something really pithy to say, um, like "Oh, good thing I got that coat half off." Uh, but Paul just throws up a little and tries to catch his breath. And even though you've gotten the tar off, there's still like a black spot on your on your arm where where like the that part of your arm has literally just died. Okay. Because the rest of the crew is very upset with you, and <laughs> um, exactly. And so, Colleen, I'm at, I'm at the Benbow Inn. Yep, <laughs> the Hispaniola's laying at anchor. <laughs> uh, Colleen is going to show herself. Actually, one second. Uh, ah, she- damn it. <laughs> as whatever magic she had been using to hide herself drops for a minute as she brings her hands together and again you see that crackling energy forming between her palms as she hurls the the blast towards the vampire that just opened fire on Astrid Colleen is the Trico of this campaign uh, with zero successes though it flies guardian. <laughs> okay with- with zero, with zero successes, it flies a little bit wide. Uh, flies a little bit wide and does not manage to impact. You're making a League of Legends reference and was trying to figure out when you ever played League of Legends. <laughs> no, Trico, the, the last guardian, the fluff monster that I've yeah. done here where it was supposed to be. The giant bird dog thing. Yes. Yes, John knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Nikolai. Yeah, um, Nico's watching everything go to shit and is very concerned and decides, fuck it, fire's not working, whatever Paul's doing isn't working, maybe an H&K will work, (laughs) and he's going to shoot the colonel. So we're, and he's going to spend a willpower. What's the colonel's armor? Uh, four for ballistics. And you are actually still going to have to add half of his defense, which will make it... That'll make it six total. All right. Well, I'll spend a willpower to drop that to three. And he's doing a three-round burst, which will drop it to two. And yep, that's all I can do. But you hey, that's four damage. Yeah, it is. As you unload the HEK, uh, the bullets dig into his side, and you can see the sort of the impact like hits him like a series of punches as his body sort of flexes under the impact of the bullets. And he looks down and you can see more of that shadow just spilling out of his torso, almost like whatever is this tar is just sort of what is inside him now as he, as he looks down at it and looks up at you. And yeah, he's going to basically be like, God Damn it, hydrocarbons are supposed to be fucking flammable. And duck back down behind the. Yeah. Uh, Kayla. 
How far are we away from for, 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 from the nearest vehicle that not theirs? Like uh, theirs of our vehicles? If you wanted to take your turn, you could probably make it to one right now. If I... Can I run and shoot? Uh, you make it halfway and shoot. I will just... I am running towards the vehicles at the moment. Okay. So Kayla just turns around and runs. Alright. So you bolt. Uh, Drew. Okay. I, I'm still hopefully... Um, can I make a tactical assessment of is this winnable at this point? Are we just screwed? Are we making an impact at all? Uh, that'd be intelligence and... Uh, we'll call it wits and intelligence. All right. Can I spend a one will will willpower? Yeah. I'm gonna spend that. Um, three successes. Okay. So, you have whittled down the numbers to the point that you now drastically outnumber the enemy forces. The enemy vampires and ghouls are certainly dying. The colonel has taken a lot of damage. You're not certain what his threshold is to actually being stopped, but he's definitely able to take damage. It will likely be painful and costly, but you do seem to have the upper hand. It might be a Pyrrhic victory, it might be a grinding victory but victory seems like the more likely outcome at the moment. Okay. Um, I'm still not very much help to the actual combat part of this. Um, hmm. And everyone's still up. Yeah. There's a couple of people who are injured very badly, but they're still standing. Uh, Jack, do you make that stamina roll at the beginning or the end of each of your turns to stay conscious? Uh, you make it at the beginning of your action if you okay. haven't if you haven't made one already. No. Okay. <sighs> God damn it. Um Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Can I get a beat on where the colonel is without using Crowley? Or no? Uh, he's hard to miss. the the cen- The center of the, bo- the center of the battlefield is. It's yeah. You can get an idea of where he's at. All right. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use my- your hellfire. I'm gonna use my hellfire. I'm gonna <laughs> aggravate it, which. So you Actually, take one act. Okay. Do I know if that would matter? Um, you do know that normal fire does not seem to have effectiveness on him. You do know that your hellfire, if you aggravate it, it doesn't care if they care about fire. Yeah. It, as far as I can tell from the rules, it's just like, no, it is aggravated. Yeah. Like by taking the aggravated damage, you make it aggravated damage, whether or not they care about fire. 
Awesome. So what's his defense right now? Uh, with the Hellfire, uh, it will only be um, three. Yeah, because fire don't care about armor. <laughs> One success. Uh, so I take a point of aggravated. Yeah. And he takes a point of aggravated. Yep. As, as the that hellfire, as you as your eyes flare and your and the the areas around your eyes scorch him for a moment, and that fire blasts out from you and slams into his torso. He reacts to that a lot more than any of the bullets. As it's as the fire crashes across him, and you see the tar. Well, you don't, but everyone else sees the the tar scatter across his body as he turns and reacts to that hit like he's just been sucker punched and he sort of brings a hand up to where it's scorched across his chest oh that's that's my go uh, friendly vampires uh, archer is going to step up uh, and position himself between Astrid and the vampire that is trying to shoot her. Uh, and is going to just fire as much as he can. Series of small a series of small wounds as he makes one 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> He and the vampire are in the middle of a very close-up gun duel as he's only scoring nicking wounds with his guns. Um, and then Alexander. It sort of slides up next to the vampire that's, that's, that's with him in the werewolf and just kind of slides up behind the other vampire, grabs him by the neck and just snaps and the other vampire just collapses. Zero. Um, I, can I tell if the amount of like defense this guy has comes from his physical ability or armor that he's wearing? Um, an amount of it does. He's definitely wearing heavier armor than just a regular bulletproof vest. Um, but you surmise that it's just as much his ability and or supernatural powers as it is his armor. Like, I'm trying to figure out, if I do, like, a, like I'm trying to figure out if, if doing a cold shot just puts me at a drastic, like, a far more drastic penalty than the ability that I have to counteract his defense. Um... Because, like, if he has an armor of three, then a cold shot is pointless. But if he, and he's still, have, and he's still reducing my attacks by seven... But if he has an armor of five, then that would then a cold shot would possibly be better. You definitely think that his his armor would not be enough to make the cold shot worth it at the moment. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm making a stamina roll to see if I can stay awake. Stamina modifier. Nope, I'm unconscious. <laughs> Zero collapses. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Have fuck. Astrid. Hang on. Let me see if I let me see if my cowl continues while I'm unconscious real quick. Because I yep. might be unconscious and dying. It probably does. I think it lasts for a scene. 
Yeah, for the remainder of the scene. So I'm still yeah. up. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, still your call will still be. So. Still probably, yeah. Uh, Astrid, if you decide to take any kind of strenuous action, you're going to have to make me a stamina roll. Okay. Should I add three so I don't get the minus three? Yes. Penalty? Yes. Okay. You're still standing, so you can do stuff. Okay. All right. She's going for that vampire. Oh, wait. He's... He's not dead. Oh, he's not dead. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong part. Okay, he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. She's going after him with the axes. Lucifuge. Let me look at what Lucifuge. And zero successes. Wow, you still had a decent number of dice, too. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that brings it back to the werewolves. Or Task Force Valkyrie. I just come in with like a new army. <laughs> you rolling a new character? I am unconscious on fire in the middle of vampires. Unconscious in one of our games. Yeah, I am unconscious. Especially on fire. any of the alcoholics. I count myself among them. I, I just want, I was just double checking. I'm not saying you shouldn't be. I was just double checking. <laughs> so the werewolves lay into what's left. Uh, that last remaining ghoul goes down. Werewolves have to close. Not as fast as you guys are. Uh, and then Jack Cross is going to dig into the colonel as he brings his claws around and sort of swipes at the colonel and slashes through. Uh, doesn't do as much as he wants to, but he does an amount. Brings it back to the vampires, which have the colonel. Who has a number of targets. First, we're going to do with the vampires next to Astrid. He is wounded. Um, he's going to try and finish off Astrid. Hmm. You know what? Archer needs to make me a willpower roll real quick. Exceptional success. That was what he needed. Um, so, Astrid. Yeah. As you are standing here full of bloody wounds as this vampire in front of you sort of brings his claws forward to try and dig further into you, your brother to your side sort of reaches out and just sort of screams this sort of, No! And sort of tries to step in the way but isn't able to, and the claws dig into your torso and you look down at them and you don't feel the impact. And as you look down, you see the claws are dug into you and then just kind of slide back out. And as you look over, you see Archer and you see the tattoos on his shoulder where his shirt has been, has been ripped open, beginning to glow as those same stab wounds that would have been on your torso appear in him. As he has just managed to, to affect you with pain magnet. Plot convenient superpowers. Wow. 
also undead utilizing their hunter abilities. Yeah, we're going to have to process that later. Me and I'm hunter abilities later. As he managed to make an exceptional success on his willpower roll, so. <laughs> Uh, that brings us to the colonel, uh, who looks over at Jack Cross, brings his Luger up, and flips a switch as the as the underbarrel slings out and pulls the trigger as a silver bullet in the secondary barrel fires. I was going to say, hmm, kind of what that's all about. <laughs> Only have one of those, though. <laughs> Maybe. As Jack Cross reels back as this silver bullet collides with his with his right shoulder and sends him leaning back as the aggravated damage takes hold. And he and very casually the colonel sort of fishes a second silver bullet out and puts it into the secondary barrel. Uh, and then sort of as he does as he does that, he looks over at you, Nikolai and just spits, and a, and a globule of that black tar substance that it seems to be his blood now flies towards you. What is, you know, you know your armor doesn't matter and you're at a distance, your defense doesn't matter either. Okay, mm. cover might matter. Uh, yes, so we'll say minus two for cover. You take two points of aggravated damage. Okay. Ow! Fuck! Nope. Spanner. Um. I um. No one has gotten him with uh with with uh cold steel yet, correct? No, no one's managed to injure him with cold iron yet. I was going to, but then I passed out. No, I know. It was a good call. Um, <laughs> He's got his knife on the ground if you want to try and sweep it up and stab him with it. I have one still. Okay. Um, uh, actually, I might have two. Who did um, Eamon give his to? Uh, uh, that was Jeremy's other character whose name is Casey. Yeah, Nina, Nina. Nina and Craig both got cold iron blades okay. from... Okay. From Eamon. Hmm. Yeah, then in... Uh, what is probably a very unwise decision. Paul's just sort of looking around at the at, at the situation, um, glances back down at his rapidly dissolving jacket, uh, makes the decision that range doesn't seem to be helping terribly much, and is going to. Uh, how how much of this fire is still here around where Zero is? Uh, it's sort of dying down. It's mostly just Zero himself. Which which way is the colonel looking right now? Uh, at Nikolai. Okay. Uh, can I get up behind him at all, or at least try to approach without him seeing me? You can definitely try and approach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to try to do that, and then I would like to try to stab him. So is that two separate uh, actions? Uh, you can move up and try and stab. Yeah. Okay. Do I roll stealth? Uh, go ahead. Let's see if you manage to avoid his notice. I mean, you're attack- if you're attacking him from behind, you'll get a bump anyway, generally, but yeah. Paul's just going to do, he's going to do a fast, quiet walk. Um, Dex and stealth. Yep. 
Uh, and it is not dark. No, there's a lot of fire all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if I get my moving in darkness specialty. Not quite. Sorry, I am arguing with the sheet. There we go. Two successes on the stealth. Let's see if he notices you. He is sort of distracted. He only got one success, so he doesn't get to apply his defense because he's not aware you're there. Okay. Um, and as uh, as he runs up with the, the dagger in hand, uh, I will try to hit him with the dagger. Um, any bonuses from being unseen and behind? Uh, I believe Jack. Do you know the Do you know the flank attack bump off the top uh, of your head? Um, let me check. Mm. Uh, I will know. I do know his armor is going to be three. So unless you're trying to call shot to a place that isn't his armor. What it What isn't armored on him that I uh, his head? Can I try to cut his throat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do a called shot and I'll use willpower. Okay. So with with the called shot and the willpower, it'll put you at just a minus one, which might get negated by the flanking bonus. So we'll see that in a second. Okay. Matter of fact, let's see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, it's in here somewhere, but I'm trying. I'm missing the page. Hmm. Oh, this can break the head real fast if this doesn't do much. Uh, plus one attack die when flanking or rearing, so... Yeah. So that'll make it a flat roll. Woof. Two damage. And that's going to be aggravated damage. As you, oh. as you sort of... As you sort of slide up to him, as he as he's looking over at Nikolai, he's, he's looking at Nikolai with a gun trained on the werewolf, and you sort of thread the needle between the two. So you just got his neck exposed as he's looking this way with his arm pointed that way. Um, and so you just sort of reach up with with the dagger in your hands and just drive down into the neck right there. And he immediately has this visceral reaction as the cold iron digs into his neck and he sort of rears back and hisses. And, and then, then his eyes immediately lock on you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Am I still holding the dagger, at least? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it does it cause any change with the shadow that's pouring out of him, or is that still about uh, as as you drive it in? You see that where the where the dagger digs into his torso, the shadow sort of while the tar still leaks out of the wound, the shadow that was sort of suffusing him sort of bursts away from that impact point like it was blown by a strong wind. Okay, um, seeing that, uh, Paul will will shout back, "Cold iron, then fire." If I'm understanding you correctly, William, that it seems like that, that would that would be a reasonable uh, idea that you might gather. Okay. All right. Um, can I pull the knife back? No. You know what? I'm going to leave it in. All right. I'm going to leave it in, but um, but let it go. All right. Uh, so you leave it in him. Uh, anything else? I that's going to be your turn, actually. Uh, Colleen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to run away, but I. Think <laughs> Colleen, hearing your shout, um, will look over and sort of focus on him for a minute. Let's see if she can light him on fire. 
two successes. Uh, his body bursts into flames from uh, the from the force of her magic, and it does seem to start taking as he starts to <laughs> ignite, and he's not enjoying it. Um, Nico. I heard fire, so uh, he doesn't have any armor on his head, you said? Nope. Okay, called shot to the head, three-round burst. Light this fucker up. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to throw a Molotov at us. (laughs) No. He's got a gun. Um... So he just gets his defense and the called shot penalty, or I mean, half his defense yeah, and the called shot penalty. He gets, half his, he gets half his defense, which will be which will be two, two. Um, so that's five. I'll spend a willpower so that I'm just at the minus two then. And let me make sure I've got everything else tagged. Oh, actually, I'll just be at minus one because I've been doing a three-round burst. <laughs> there we go. Jesus. Three damage to his fucking head. I mean, this isn't D&D, but how do you want to do this? Yes! I just want to blow his fucking head apart. <laughs> um, so, uh, as, as, as he staggers from the cold iron dagger and then suddenly is on fire, and you can see that he's struggling not to scream from the effects of that. Um, you sort of line up the H and K, and sort of very carefully just sort of put his glowing red eyes right between the crosshairs, and then squeeze the trigger. And there's this very satisfying pop as his head becomes a watermelon that just goes away. Thank God. Am I still getting burned by whatever smoky, nasty shit was? Yes, you take one more aggravated damage. God damn it. Okay. Um, Kayla, you are at a vehicle. And you hear Nico go, Suck it, motherfucker! Um, at this point, I prepare the vehicle to get us out of here because there is nothing I can do. All right. Drew. I really don't feel like burning myself alive for random scrubs that everyone else has a much easier time wiping up. Um... I really don't have anything I can do. Jeez. I'm combat useless, so that's my turn. All right. Um, Archer is going to unload some bullets. Yeah. Okay. Much better shot. Much better shooting this time. He finishes off the last of the vampires, which takes us out of combat. Okay, Nico's shunting this acid shit off of himself and going to Zero to see if he can stabilize him. All right. Uh, it literally just takes a moment to get the acid off of you with something like you just wipe it down and toss it aside, and it's st- and whatever you wipe it up with starts to rapidly decay. But you what you run over to um, Zero and go ahead and put you put the fire out. Roll me uh, wits and medicine. Wits and medicine. I'm spending another willpower on this one. 
You gonna be all right? Paul is standing right next to Zero as you run up. <laughs> I literally just got here. Um. <laughs> one success. Oh my God! Look at those ones. You managed to stabilize him. Okay. Least. Well, he's not like actively bleeding. We're gonna need to pack some of the. I'm. Fucking, uh, can you grab me my bag? I left it by the other 13 Molotovs behind that bush. Literally all the damage I've taken has been bashing damage. <laughs> by the way, yeah. I have no it, lethal damage. You've got skin grown over your face and shit. <laughs> I don't even know if you're breathing under there. I'm having to like actively figure that out right now. <laughs> I feel like Drew is probably closest to the bushes because he stayed back. So very carefully feeling for it, trying not to knock over any Molotovs. Yeah, see, you, you find the medical bag. Thank you, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Jesus fucking Christ. And yeah, he's just going to start patching things and people up. As the as the werewolf sort of comb over everything to make sure all oh, the vampires are dead. I about this, over the course of the entire fight, my dog has been going bananas. Yes, your dog has been howling consistently and is still doing so. Sorry, I I just needed to contribute that. <laughs> Drew, is your dog okay? Yeah, things are dying. No fair. Not on my fucking watch, they're not. I mean, none of us, anyway. And <clears throat> yes, ideally, no. Death is... Sure, psychologically triggering for a canine. Okay, awesome. Um... <laughs> I'm going to let him assume that. Okay, uh, who else needs to... <laughs> No, we got a decent pulse. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, somebody help me get Zero to the vehicles or some. We're going to have to get the fuck out of here. This uh, place you, is going to be swarm. Where's Kayla? Do, yeah. Are we going to have law enforcement on us? Or we you hear over over to the side. Um, someone might need more immediate attention as Archer calls over and is and is helping hold Astrid up. Ah, his Astrid is collapsing. <laughs> I, while, while I have some medicine, so I will go over and see if, while the medic deals with the person who's more critically injured, I can help Astrid, or more unconscious, more visibly critically injured. <laughs> um, I can help Astrid in some way. I think I think during the initial period after uh, Nico told Paul that he needed space to work, um, Paul will start going through the the colonel's pockets. But if it becomes apparent that um, somebody needs to be carried somewhere, he's going to stop doing that and go and help. So as you as you start fishing through the colonel's equipment, you find a his Luger with the silver bullet and in in, with with an underslung barrel that carries silver bullets. You find 10 more silver bullets on his person. Um, you, you find his, his armor is an improved uh, ballistic armor. 
it's like a it's like a bulletproof vest, but instead of two three, it's three four. Um, How gross is it with Colonel Bits? <laughs> I mean, his head was splattered against it, so. Um, and while the tar is still leaking out of his body, it seems to have lost its acidic consistency. And there's a glint from inside the next stump. Okay. Uh, is, is anyone paying attention to Paul at this exact moment? Well, Nico's trying to keep an eye on everybody. So William, would I be at a disadvantage to, of any, would there be any penalty to me seeing what Paul's Blitz doing? Blitz and composure will say minus two. All right. I technically still have my uh, eye of Ra active. So that's going to be a net plus two. Cool. Okay. Kayla, I'm assuming you're bringing the car around. Uh, that is generally the plan, yes. Okay, so you, you probably be, you, you'd probably be pulling up about now. Uh, so and yeah, you, you do notice I that Paul see something, see something in the body of the colonel then, Nico. Okay, I've got other things to attend to, but noted. <laughs> All right. Um, Paul, I think, will still... He, uh, will, actually, I guess he's still wearing his gloves. Uh, we'll make sure that they are intact and then reach in and try to pull it out. So you reach in... You have that squelchy sensation of reaching into a body. Um, Shinies in there. And you sort of fish around and find something hard and metallic. And you grab it and pull it out. And you find there is a small metal nugget roughly shaped into the form of a tiny heart that is sort of oozing this black tar. Okay. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, Paul will just sort of, uh, uh, can I actually, can I try to figure out what it is? If I've ever seen or heard of anything like this? You can roll me wits in a cult. Who was it among the group? And I apologize. This is me not remembering offhand. Who was it among the group that that uh, knew most about the knuckle of e? Uh, yeah, of of your current group, that would be Drew. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Paul sighs in anticipation of that conversation. Um. <laughs> but um, will uh turn his glove inside out over it. Um and put it into a pocket. And if, if I've realized that Nico has seen what I'm doing, we'll say something that those investigation like to and just put it into his pocket. Yeah, and sure, then, whatever, I don't care. Okay. Which is probably new for Paul. <laughs> that is very new and refreshing. I like this. Which uh, is one success. I mean, aside from being a literal heart of darkness, um, if you had to take any kind of guess, this is probably the link that would connect him to the knuckle of E that you had, that Alexander spoke of, that you might be able to use to track down the first general. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. Um, and then how it works. 
that that search done or whenever the need presents itself um paul will then start pitching in with actually moving people and bodies around and getting trying to give astrid some emergency medical assistance um, you can go ahead and roll me with some medicine as well to help out Nico because Nico is also trying with that. Yep. Damn, it's not intelligence and medicine. I'm worse at things that aren't intelligence related. <laughs> it's not fair. I'm I'm decent at this. It's just that. Okay, there we go. I wake up. Never mind. I'm not very helpful. So. Kayla's pulled up and is sort of helping everyone get people inside the... I didn't say I was helping everyone get inside. Okay. <laughs> I really said that I pulled up. Okay, so you Thank pulled you up. Thank you very much. What, what, are, what are you up to then? Helping everybody get inside. Just don't assume. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla was going to slit Zero's throat and then throw him inside. No, <laughs> no, no. This is Kayla. Not, Not Nina. Nina. Not Nina. <laughs> Nina's like, they're easier to get inside if they're in pieces. Come on, guys. So Kayla helps Kayla helps get the unconscious people and the very injured people inside the vehicle. Um yeah, Nico can Nico do a wits and medicine for uh for Astrid as well? You already had, so that was what the two successes was. Oh no, the I did no the oh, that was with the composure. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the intelligence in medicine was me trying to get a trying to get an idea on what I what was going on with Paul while he was like making sure that Paul wasn't doing anything dumb with corpses, um, yeah. <laughs> which he was just not in the movie. Just not in that yet. same sense, probably. So yeah, okay. Four successes for uh Yay. Okay. You can turn two of those lethals into bashing damage. Okay. And Jesus, they ripped you to pieces. In fifteen minutes I wake up. I'm fine. As your doctor, that's you a wonderful out. that's a wonderful attitude to have. Congratulations. Verity! Are we going to have, like, law enforcement up our ass really soon, or what? I can't remember your screen name, Kayla. I'm sorry. Jeremy has food in his mouth. <laughs> As is always the case when someone tries to talk to his character. It's hilarious because I specifically try and time out, so I'm like, okay, this is a moment somebody else is handling take a hey! <laughs> Never assume. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to do anything about that yet. Okay. Well, if you get a chance, you know, <coughs> if you get a chance. I believe we had set something up, though. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, had, you had set up a screen before you before you set the operation we up. We had set up a screen, yeah. and we also have a cleanup crew ready to come in. Yeah. Don't okay. you need we to call the good. cleanup crew? Yes, I do. Great. <laughs> so we need you conscious for that. Yeah, but we said it. Does he? Uh, is he on the verge of death at the moment? Anyone? Someone tell me. I think everybody's everybody's more or less transportable. Okay. Yeah. 
When, then I, sma- I, 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 I smack Zero to wake him up. <laughs> Just <laughs> GM, does crack. that work? <laughs> sure. All right. Just like full on right across the face. <laughs> then that slow Terminator turn. <laughs> Morning, sunshine. The you need receives. to call a crew. Reach into my reach into my vest, or reach into my coat. Hit uh, pull out my pull out a uh, uh, a pager. Hit a button. That's not melted. <laughs> Neat. The remember Sorry. my entire outfit was my entire outfit was coated in the uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. fire engine. What was that? What was that, Aaron? I I was trying to. Um, do we need someone to tell the werewolves that our cleanup crew's showing up pretty soon? I can I can take care of that. That's a good idea. Sure. Cool. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'll go over to Jack. Gather my knives. Yeah, Jack is nursing a silver bullet wound in his shoulder. <laughs> I'll shove the silver bullets deeper into my pocket, and then um, uh, say... Uh, well, all things considered, I think that went uh, rather well. You doing all right? I will be once the healers get to me. <sighs> uh, you got something that uh, somewhere you can go to and get that taken care of? We've got yeah, yeah, uh, a yeah, cleaning yeah. crew in to get this whole place mopped up. Yeah, well, I got it. <sighs> okay, you guys got you guys take care of the bodies. Yep. We'll all right. Uh, we're gonna get back to home base so I can see a healer about this. Good. Um, is he is back in human form, right, or is he still in at, the, at this point? Yeah. Um, then Paul will 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 hold out a hand to him and say, "Glad we finally managed to track the slippery bucket down." He, you realize you're holding out the hand that go, that would go to his right hand, which is the shoulder that has the bullet in it, and He'll, it, swap and put out the left. So he <laughs> shakes with the left hand. Yeah. Well. Hopefully that'll quiet things down at least a little bit for a while. That would be nice. Uh, let us know if you find out anything further and we'll of course do the same. Right. You did good today. <clears throat> uh, I can respect the work that you guys put in. Um, Paul, Paul smiles and says, well, you know me, just uh, stand back and let all the professionals do the work. <laughs> Nico's head pops into the frame. And if you want some extra Molotovs, we got him to spare. So if you need a few for the road, just, you know, help yourself. Paul's just like, hmm? <laughs> Aaron, you're muted. You're muted. They gave a blind person Molotovs. Please take the Molotovs away from me. <laughs> Reno. Let's be clear. One of us gave you Molotovs. <laughs> but yeah, Paul, Paul just follows up with... Okay, so replace they with he and Drew will say the same statement. <laughs> Reno, get some Molotovs for us, if you don't mind. He says as he turns and starts heading back, and another one of the were- another one of the werewolves, a sort of bald-headed, sort of faintly tan, sort of pit bull-looking guy, actually. Um, Mr. Sort Worldwide. Of- <laughs> you can't say Before pit bull's we- name Mr. Worldwide. Before we jet, before we jet away, um, is there in the large communal communal vehicle? I would assume something like bleach. Probably. I pull it out, look around, 
take note of who's injured, take note of where they were, and go over and start pouring it over blood. Makes sense. You sort of very quickly douse the areas in bleach, and yeah, anything useful should be gone by the time anyone who actually wants to inspect shows up. I wa- yep. I watch Kayla do that, and while Lini gets the vehicle, you do know that's what the cleanup crew is coming to do, right? No offense. It's nothing against you personally. But considering why you're here, I don't think that we should have um, supernaturally empowered hunters blood give them a- give your group access to it. Please, cloning of supernaturally powered hunters is at least a year off of my schedule. I'm just saying, I think everybody will feel better about this. William, <clears throat> yes. looking at the remains of this carnage, which of the vampire's vehicles is the least fire damage slash bullet ridden? Uh, actually, surprisingly, it's the Colonel's Humvee. I mean, it wouldn't have been if I've gotten the chance to do what I was going to do. This <laughs> is Banner. Yes, sir. Did you find that fucker's keys when you were going through his shit? Did I? Uh, it wouldn't have been on his body. It would have been on the ghoul driver. But yeah, you probably could have found him. Yeah, I, I assume if everybody's for the moment tucked away, Paul's probably just going through other bodies to see what he can turn up. <laughs> not again. Not taking. Paul's well, he's probably he's probably taking IDs, uh, yeah. but not wallets or cash or things like that. But yeah, yeah, it, um, it, yeah, the, keys. yeah the driver has the driver uh, is one of the ghouls that was next to the colonel and he's got keys to the heavily armored Humvee. Got him. Dibs. Gimme. Um Paul shrugs and tosses him the keys. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is that I keep in mind that that license plate might be on a whole bunch of people's hit lists. Oh yeah, no, I got friends who can handle that for us, but I'm thinking a heavily armored kind of rolling medevac thing might not hurt considering we've got a whole bunch of other things we're going to have to kill eventually, probably. Sure, um, just don't die because people think that you're a vampire Nazi and want to kill you for it. Paul smiles and says, Hey, give me, uh, give me an evening in a in a in a clear, quiet place. I think I can tidy that up for us. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start up the armored Humvee. <laughs> and when I say armored, I mean armored. Like this thing's bulletproof. Hey Kayla. Hey Kayla. What? I'm in a tank, and you're not my dad. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll play along. Get out of the tank. <laughs> no. I'm out. in the tank and you're not. <laughs> oh, it's the best video ever. <laughs> I am your dad. Get out of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I assume I'm that they literally the entire video. <laughs> yep. Uh, Seems likely. 
All right. So and where I'm are you guys? Drive that away. Yeah. Where are you guys headed next? I have a safe house. You do. I'm going to go there. I'm going to recommend we go there. Works for me. As Archer sort of sits down next to Astrid and sort of examines the ten claw wounds that have spontaneously appeared in his torso. Oh yeah, before before she got into the van, Astrid tried to get onto her bike. <laughs> that wouldn't gonna work. Paul, <laughs> if Paul sees that, he'll sort of scutter in that direction. Like, Anyone else drive a bike? Yes. Archer, Ar- Archer was not going to let you get on that bike. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure I'm sure he wasn't, but she was going to try. <laughs> for sure. I pull out my phone and I'm calling for someone to come get my car. All right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'll 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 take the bike. Care of the bike for you. Um, I'll make sure everyone Don't has the address it. of the safe house. Don't what? Don't hurt it. I won't. I know what I'll I'm doing. Hurt you. I drive safely. I mean, to be fair, even if she did hurt it, it would show up good as new in a garage sometime nearby in the next day or so. Yeah. Because that's what that's what uh, uh, Knights of St. Adrian tattoos can do. <coughs> Magic and Adrian tattoos. They're just fucking magic. Yep. <clears throat> but, yeah. To a safe house. Knights, Knights, Knights of St. Adrian tattoos. What you get when Gabriel, the Archangel, gets really into the Mad Max series. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I mean, from, 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 from what I've seen of him on Supernatural, he probably was in the Mad Max series. <laughs> Um, so, uh, you guys adjourn to a ancient renovated gas station that has been set aside for use as a safe house. There's a half-finished bunker downstairs that is very clearly made by people with a specific mindset that is murder. I'm not actually sure if there are any guns down there, but I know there is gun storage. No, there, there is a, there's, there's a weapons cache down there. There's guns and ammunition. Okay. I didn't remember if we got that far. I just remember we, we put did. up yep. storage. Yep. Unfortunately, they were not stored properly, and it's been really hot, so now there is an the ammunition is cooked a, off. <laughs> now there is just a giant crater where it used to be. See, you are- I feel like between Drew's specific concerns about using a gas station and people <laughs> who are obsessed with guns, right. they're probably stored safely. That's fair. Also, it, you, it would have to get really hot to heat up the uh, the, the bunker underneath the thing that hot, that that much. <laughs> like the world would have already ended at that point. Okay. Uh, I mean, it would it would take a significant temperature to, to cook off ammunition in the underground bunker. This is fair. You don't know how how fucking hot bunkers can get. That's fair. <laughs> if they are closed up and not not even like if you apply heat, if you close them and don't ventilate them. Yeah. I submit the many forts on the west coast of Oregon <laughs> that had massive ammunition explosions. Because they did not ventilate them well. Yeah. 
See, because we weren't used to it the way the people who have tornado shelters are just right. like, oh, here is how you keep one a reasonable way. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Prepare these junkies I, that did not do their research. I feel it's I feel like this I feel like considering Drew's knowledge and the Mulcahy's Oh for turn, sure. yes. paranoia, this bunk <laughs> is probably properly vented. No, I'm yeah. just arguing that 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 is all you need to do it wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. Poorly <laughs> ventilate the plates. Yeah. But you guys arrive at the safe house. Yes, yep. Archer helps Astrid get down into the bunker. I'm really fine. Yeah, we'll see about that you once we get you into a cot. How long would you are not fine? How long would it have taken for us to get to the bunker? Probably about twenty minutes. All right, I have one. I have one less bashing damage. <laughs> yes, everybody would have one less bashing damage, except for me, who has two less bashing damage. Um, when we're when we're back and in a safe place, um, Paul will hold up his arm uh, with the the black dead hole in it. Um, Jesus, you too! Christ, that guy was a fucker. Uh, well, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, so some sort of magic, but what do you think? Some sort of acid, or um, well, he he got into you too, eh? Hmm. Yep. I'll do swabs, and we'll take samples and analyze it back when we get to Jimmy Dean, the Fate Weavers, mm, old digs. Mm. Archer. Archer looks over at you too. I mean, that looks sort of exactly like what was on the walls of that changeling hollow. It does. Oh, right. That I missed that one. I was on uh, a little he- tour of the hedges on my own. Uh, but same sort of thing. Um, oh, and that reminds me. Um, and Paul will pull out the glove again once we're back to a safe location. Um, and slowly unwrap it and then hold up the little heart in his palm, but with the, the glove between his palm and the heart and say, Speaking of uh, ungodly things from other planes, I think we found our link. That's downright fucking creepy. And the, the small heart is still faintly oozing that tar-like substance, so it seems to have lost its sheer acidic and rotting potential. <clears throat> I feel like I want to put this under glass so that nobody has to physically touch it for a while. Hang on a second. <laughs> well, Kayla's like, Paul. Lab glass. Good for you. Oh, if anyone needs spare clothes, there's a giant trunk of various sizes in the corner. Oh, neat dress up. Paul, cool. Paul That's flashes, creepy. Paul flashes Kayla like a, a, a big toothy grin and says, what did I tell you? I'm a team player. I feel like the answer to that is objectively bullshit, but good for you. <laughs> Progress. Archer kind of... Don't forget, I surveilled you all. Archer Archer looks at his ripped-to-shreds shirt and is like, yeah, I could probably use a new shirt. Yeah, Astrid will probably inspect Archer's wounds. Uh, Like, she can't do anything about it, but... They don't bleed, because he doesn't bleed, because he's undead. Several of you will notice that there are bullets stuck to Zero's jacket. Which he sort of reaches up and pulls off and tosses down. Reaches up, pulls off and tosses down. <clears throat> All right. Is 
Like, are his tattoos still lit up, or? Uh, not anymore. Okay. And she'll, like, run her fingers over the tattoo. So I didn't think this could work anymore. Yeah, neither did I. But I guess the Lord provides. I mean, I'm I'm grateful that I'm not dead. I'm grateful you're not dead too, and that's probably not going to be the case if you keep sitting up. Lay the fuck down, Jesus. I'm fine. You are <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll lay down when I feel like it. You can keep saying it. It doesn't make it so. <laughs> like, Archer, please get your sister to lay down. William, what time is it? Probably close to midnight by this point. Sis, you need to lay down. Come on. All right. And I am assuming because it's an underground bunker, worst case scenario, the vampires can stay the night here safely? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't imagine that'll happen, but... Well, no, I mean, like, I feel like Eamon and Sean would have been very certain to put multi, yeah. multiple skylights in our underground bunker just for this case in point. But no. That could probably be closed easily, yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there are definitely places that are that that are completely light free. We call them the cells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, we didn't have the budget for cells in our build guide. No, we didn't. Yeah, we unfortunately. <laughs> if we had had the money, though, there would be a. There, as a torture den, we weren't going to come in on her thing. There right. wouldn't be a. There wouldn't be any sunroofs. There would be a series of very discreetly placed in the wall mirrors. So that when the sun comes up, it just floods the place with natural Even sunlight. In the two days that you guys had this, did you have time? No, no, to no, set- no. If we had, no, no, the, that- if we had the money, we would have done. This. <laughs> if we'd had the money and the time, we would have done this. This is the sort of thing that the Mulcahy's draw on the backs of their placemats with the crayons that they bring for the kids. Yeah, it's at like, the restaurant. So, right? like in one, in, like in one of the air vent port, in one of the air ventilation system portions, we've like mirrored out the the the, the ventilation system. So. Sunlight comes up and just and then series of mirrors, so it just radiates the room in sunlight naturally. Well, <laughs> but right. in, in its place, there's a couple of skylights that can easily be shut. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> is there anything else we need to get or try and acquire medically or whatever immediately? I think I've got everything I'm going to need immediately in my bag. And then once I get access to my car again, I'll have everything else I need for follow-up and recovery. Okay. I can have Uh, things delivered if you need them. Yeah, we might be able to set up like a drop-off transfer site somewhere a few blocks away. Archer just kind of sits down and examines the claw wounds and sees how deep they go, sort of feels them with his hand. Uh, That'll take some time. Don't know how to fix that. You might. We regenerate very, very slowly. Yep. Are you going to need to um, get some. Get some. 
get some blood, yes, I'll need some blood to sort of speed the process, but... Got it! I didn't ask, and I wasn't going to. Zero is looking at the vampire after he says something about regeneration with the look of somebody who is doing a math problem in their head. <laughs> Nico is checking out Astrid and seeing if she needs further medical attention. Mm-hmm. Zero, stop being creepy. Apparently, that's my everyday, so it's very difficult. Try. Archer, you, you hear Alexander's <laughs> voice as he, toss, as he tosses a blood pack over, over towards Archer, who catches it. And you, are you always this prepared? Of course I am. This is how I survive. And he sort of cracks the blood pack and starts to drink it. Crack a pack, but a very different pack. <laughs> And as he as he drinks, you see that not while not completely healing, the 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 claw marks begin to slowly close. Mm. Well, there were some surprises, but it seems like we've managed to get the job done. I check my phone to see if I get an update from the cleanup crew. Uh, cleanup crew cleanup is in process. Is in progress. Should be done within the hour. All right. In the hour, it should be like nothing ever happened, and my car will be returned to me, thankfully. Cool. Um, what what check should I make for patching Astrid up? Um, you got time to set up and tools, so you can give me your choice of wits or intelligence and medicine. Okay. okay. Stamina plus carpentry. <clears throat> <laughs> Sure, it's not stamina plus iron working, and I'm building her a lung. <laughs> okay, and with my normal set of tools, oh, uh, does my does my trauma specialization yes. work for this? Okay, you can throw an extra die in there. Okay. That's weird. It didn't do the medicine. Do the medicine as well. What's wrong with you? Fix yourself. Do the medicine, you say. There we go. All right, let's try this again. All right, four successes. All right. You can either, with, with, the, with the tools on hand, you can either uh, actually... Yeah, you can heal. Uh, you can completely remove two points of lethal damage. Okay. Yay. And how much more does Astrid have? She has had one more lethal, and the rest is bashing, and it'll go away in time. Okay. All right. Day or two, and you should be back to full, full capacity. Thank you. Yeah. Um, fluids, rest light duty if that's a thing that you believe in um at least for a day or two so would like murdering and torturing people fall that would be more heavy duty also when i say fluids i'm talking milk water juices not Uh, vodka whiskey alka beer that sort of thing a little bit of those is okay but scant at the most. 
If I drink enough beer, does it count as water? No. No. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Zero has been tended to. Paul! You muted, Craig. Yes, sir. Get your ass over here. We're going to do science. Mm. Nothing wrong with my ass, but yes. But let's <clears> take a look at it. Um, and uh, he will come <laughs> on over. Is it wrapped <laughs> up at all? Or do what? Hmm? Is, is the arm wrapped up at all? Did you did you wrap it at all? Um, he would he would have bandaged it somewhat. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So he'll come over and uh, I guess roll back the shirt sleeves as much as possible. Do you mind okay. if I do you mind if I observe, Nico? At sure. It's mostly, hey, how necrotic is this tissue and that sort of thing, but sure. I'm interested in the after effects of this stuff. <laughs> okay. Would this be an intelligence in medicine, yeah, I'm this, guessing? This one to be intelligence, yeah. Me as well? Sure. Me too? If you want. Yeah, I, no, well, maybe Paul would like to keep track of, mm. of yes. some information about supernatural stuff. Out of curiosity, does my amputation specialization apply? <laughs> I hope not. Dear God, no. <laughs> How bad is it? Are you curious whether or not this this limb will need to be removed? I'm just curious about what the damage, like what the extent of the damage is, and and if, like, if amputation specialization indicates, like, yeah, this is severely enough damaged or would have been severely enough damaged that it may need to be removed. I don't know if that would apply or not. Sure, go ahead. Because I do have an amputation special. How much of this is zero? Zero. Wait, wait, why didn't it roll medicine? Oh, because I have wound penalty. That's right. <laughs> I, ha I still have a minus two to my wound penalty. Uh -huh. I'm right. too injured to analyze. <laughs> Paul doesn't definitely know what's happening, but. Um, so with one success, yep. the wound is definitely necrotic. Okay. Um, you don't know how deep it goes. You'd need some more time and tools to examine, but considering mm -hmm. the arm is still functioning, you would imagine it's probably just surface level. Okay. It might have gotten to like top layers of muscle, but right. It, We're not talking any deep deep tissue or neurological or bone damage, probably. Yeah, probably not. Right, and it's definitely coating is necrotic, not uh, yeah. chemical. Yeah, yeah it, de not, it definitely it definitely seems like necrosis. Not radiant. <laughs> Well, it's not fire damage. It's not acid damage. <laughs> Is this Groucho Marx plays D and D? Yeah, mm. that, I would watch that. I would one hundred percent watch a, a D and D game streamed with everybody pretending to be old style comedy <laughs> actors. No, old style Hollywood personas right. <laughs> as they play characters. So like fucking Bogart well, well, and like well, Jimmy. Well, you see, I, I think I think my, my paladin would would uh, would would probably 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 well, well golly, put a put a smite on that guy. I think I think. 
Fucking Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> yeah. uh, Do this. Oh my god. Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I feel like Hitchcock would have to be the DM for this. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> Hitchcock is the DM. Holy shit. Ooh, anyway, dire rats. I was. I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking about how expensive it would be to hire impersonators for all these people, and it's like. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, Hitchcock would be the DM, and there would be absolutely no short scenes. <laughs> right, <laughs> because he's the master of the long cut. Yes, he is. So, <laughs> that's what you get Sorry, off what? off of the examination of the wounds. Okay. He, he will actually, like, make a small tissue sample from his own injury and just stash that for further analysis later. Um, you, ima- you imagine, actually, given enough, sorry, given enough time, you imagine the necrotic tissue will probably just flake off. Okay. That new tissue grows out underneath it as long as it hasn't gone too deep, and you suspect it's probably the deepest you would expect is, like, upper layer of muscle. Okay. So everything should be able to grow back. Cool. So bandage this and don't unbandage. <laughs> it's not going to smell good. Nope. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> putrefaction does not smell good. <laughs> Never does. <clears throat> Aaron, you're muted. Thank you. <laughs> Nico no. is paying attention. He may have noticed that Drew is also somewhat injured. Oh, he did not notice that. I, I, the player, did not notice that. But, yep, making the rounds. Paul, Paul would also like part of his own tissue to be kept as a sample. I see what you're doing to your arm there. I want that too. <laughs> Put part of you in a jar as well. Here we go. Um, yep, yep, we are. And uh, yeah, how? Uh, so yeah, Nico will give uh, give Drew a a once over. Also, um, Drew is mildly injured, uh, definitely taking a little bit of lethal damage, but the the most severe injury seems to be uh, significant burn scarring around the eyes. What the... Who the... What hit you? Jesus. I hit... I mean, I assume I hit the colonel. Yeah. This is what happens. Uh, It's... He's just Drew sort of waiting. Sort of, without actually using the ability, fog up his eyes with fire. I think you've seen me do it before. I can shoot fire out of my eyes. Yes, but the first time you did it, there wasn't any tissue damage. Is that kind of like a sometimes yeah. thing? or If I want to call up the truer fire, the fire that harms anything and everything as severely as possible. Obviously, it also injures me. As your doctor, don't fucking do that then. Just get along with the regular stuff. 
that's not I mean this is this we're is we're fighting a fire immune vampire. The regular fire was not going to work and I wasn't going to walk up to him with my little sword and go stab stab. Y'all motherfuckers are always so self-sacrificing. Okay, all right. Um well this I, is probably- I would like to point out that I ran to go get a vehicle to <laughs> run the motherfucker over. <laughs> That's fair. I also couldn't do that, but that was a good plan. I was going to stop when my wheel was on his face and then <laughs> skip heel out. That would have been brilliant. I'm kind of sad he didn't survive to get there. <laughs> I, I'm I am appreciative that that plan didn't work because you likely would have run me over as well. Are you saying that I can't drive? Are you saying that Asian women okay. cannot drive? No, okay. I'm saying that I was on the ground right next to him unconscious <laughs> and unable to move out of the way. Well, if you want to take my joke. Regardless, Drew, this is probably going to take about a week, honestly, or so. Um, we'll keep an eye on it. And terrible joke. I apologize. Um not intended um and yeah uh i mean i assume this has happened before so you probably know yeah. the procedure for yeah. how long this takes to recover i mean the last time it happened remember where i got a lethal damage from uh no yeah, i mean from yourself right no the aggravated damages um if if it was from me, it would have been aggravated. I can only deal self-damage aggravated. I believe you got clipped by a round at one point. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just trying to figure out how long ago that was because at some point lethal does go away. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> that one can be treated. That one that one your doctor can fix. The aggravated damage. The last time you had aggravated damage, it took a literal act of God to go away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're all really missing the hand wave magic healer. Um, with two successes on my medicine roll, though, is that enough? Yeah, to- that, that'll be enough. With with, with with equipment, yeah, you can you can turn that into bashing and it'll go away. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. What happened to mine, by the way? Now I have four more casts of fireball. <laughs> what happened to your what? To my to my wounds, I, I have one lethal and three three aggravated. Uh, the aggravated will take time. Um, the lethal he could he could manage to to fix. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. the The aggravated is basically assuming you don't do anything crazy. Uh, a point a week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And if you if you want to try and get rid of it, you need either magic or like high end hospital equipment. Mm-hmm. But none of you seem to be willing to go into the care of the Chiron group, so... Fuck no. <laughs> That's because... Yeah, I wonder why not. Yeah. The last, the last time I tried magical healing, I got a, a magical orb stuck in my face that's there forever, so... I think I'm good. <laughs> Again, I, I said, it's not that we don't trust you. We don't, but it's not. It's because why exactly is are you here for your group again? I'm here to solve problems. One in particular. You're here to solve one particular problem. One in particular, but not the only problem I'm here to solve. That does not reflect well on reasons to trust your group. I didn't say it did. 
Colleen's kind of sitting quietly in the corner watching all of this go down. Yeah, we're going to go check and see if Colleen's got any injuries. Uh, Colleen was staying hidden for most of the for most of the battle and only showed up when when Astrid was in severe danger. She doesn't have a scratch on her. Okay. Well, came out smelling like a rose. Nice job. I mean, I tried to stay out of it because, I mean, being spotted by the colonel was probably a bad idea. Yep. Well, yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I pull out I pull out one of my knives and begin... Excellent decision-making skills. That's all I have to say. And, Top notch. And begin to sort of, like, carve off the, uh, the dr- now-dried uh, fire gel off of my outfit. Of collecting it in a in a dis in a disposal bucket. <clears throat> so, uh, medical recommendations, which I expect will probably be immediately ignored. Uh, we take about uh, three weeks, preferably a month, to get everybody back to full strength before we actively go out and engage with anything else. So. Well, uh, Alexander says off to the side. You're, with, um, sorry, Aaron, you're either muted or talking too quiet for Steve. I'm talking at the same volume I am always talking. I could see your mouth moving, but nothing was coming through. Anyway. With, uh, with the colonel dealt with, uh, things should at least quiet down for a time. I don't know that they'll stay that way forever, but with one of the important lieutenants out of the way and his regime of Nazi vampires now leaderless... I think the more decent of us who walk the night, uh, I know, difficult to believe, isn't it? Uh, the more decent of us who walk the night should be able to help quiet things down. I believe that there are a lot of people that are more decent than Nazis. Fair. He's not wrong. <sighs> yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> vampires probably chill. Werewolves always murdery, but we just let them murder something that they wanted to murder. Changelings, can we report back to them and say that we got a bead on the thing that has been hunting them, or not really? Changelings are the fairy people that took us into that crazy forest place, right? Yeah. yeah. The All stuff right. that was in their hollow and that we later tracked to a gate that Colleen closed is definitely yeah, I, I was there. stuff that... I mean, isn't the whole thing... This is... Isn't the whole thing... Like, something they would definitely want information about? And, and personally... Yes, I I'm trying that... to figure out if it's case closed or not. I mean, I think it's not quite case closed until we deal with the Knuckleby itself. No, no, sense. of course not. But it's I not certainly, case I, I, I'm just wondering if because uh, I, I, I thought the question was, are we telling them, giving them right. an update? And, and I, I would say so, yes. I've got um, a, a, a bit of a bill that needs paying there as well. So I'm happy to go and report in, or if anyone else wants to come along as well. Funeral. If you've got bills to pay with with with, with anything fae related, your funeral. But um, if we're never mind. I was just trying to figure out what our priorities are because some things can't wait a month. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, what else I, is on the priority list? The um, slashers. Slashers and the knucklehead, I think, are are two big targets. That. Mm. I think um, research into some of this, these bits and pieces that we found. What uh, what the colonel was doing to us? I'm assuming that's not that's not going to be constrained to just the colonel. It might be something coming from. Uh, more than a V. So research into what it was doing, um, as well as digging into the absolute bonanza that's available to us uh, at our new stomping grounds. Yeah, Drew, maybe you and me and Kayla should go down to Little Joe the Fate Weaver's library and see if there's any you know Fair. he's my dad, right? Colleen says. You can at least get his name right. Sorry, he said Bonanza and my brain went on a spiral. Um, remind me again. Alexander, sort of like yes. a vampire. Huh. There's a decent mnemonic. Okay. Your name's Alexander? Yes, that is my name. Alexander oh. Ravenhall. I That's I need I need a fucking notebook. Okay. Um I hand you a notebook. Thanks. It was on the shelf. It it's probably of... has murder designs in it if it was down here. No, just yeah. a couple dirty Irish limericks, actually. Um, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, Colleen, if we can go back to your dad's library and do research on the fairy thing, and then Paul can go talk to them about stuff what do we want to do with this metal heart shit thing it's definitely related probably mm-hmm. and I take a I'll put off some random gloves you want to roll an intelligence in a cult to investigate yep. yes I do go ahead do I get a f- dreams bonus because dreams is my specialty i will say yes you can go ahead and add that that's an extra die correct yes all right i'm spending a willpower because i'm feeling petty today (laughs) zero successes you know that's how the dice feel about me a lot of time but no only three successes on 13 dice 13 (laughs) dice 10 (laughs) non-successes But three of them were. Yep. Um, so, I mean, the immediate thought is this is literally a heart of darkness. It is, it is just a central source of dark power and energy, probably some some kind of gift that the Knuckle of E gave to um, the Colonel gave to the colonel to enhance his abilities and alter him to make him a more appropriate servant. Um, based on your mythological knowledge of the knuckle of E, um, the knuckle of E is often associated with oceans and water and corruption thereof. So it definitely seems appropriate that this thing is pumping black brackish fluid to sort of replace the innards of whatever it is placed inside. Um, 
of the sort of Orkney fey creatures, the Nuklevi is an embodiment of sort of rot and decay. So the powers it exudes seem on par. Um, you imagine with the right kind of magical ability or some equipment maybe, you might be able to track whatever bond this item has to its creator. With the right magic, it's probably traceable. It's definitely something that was replacing his insides with itself, probably modifying him. We can probably do more research on it with the resources is in the Fate Weaver's library. Um, though my understanding was we felt like, like this was going to be a particularly dangerous fright. We weren't weren't quite equipped for it yet, and and that we were going to deal with slasher things first. Uh, I, I certainly wouldn't want to go up against the knuckle of you without having done all the homework we possibly can. Sure. Does it seem reactive to the glass, by the way, or does that thus far seem like a safe place to keep it? It seems like it's all right in the glass. Um, the, uh, the tar that it oozes out sort of turns to smoke after it distances itself from the heart for a minute, and then that smoke just sort of dissipates into nothing after, after a moment. We have one... Uh, fairly secure place to keep things in uh, in the fake weavers chambers uh, but I'm not sure that I'd want to keep it next to the other two objects that are already there any thoughts on yeah bringing it back there could be a mistake we don't know well if you'd like to keep it in the same location but not in the same physical space we can certainly acquire some sort of isolating containment device that can be that it can be placed in for the time being. That's not that's not a very hefty ask. I'd be more comfortable with that. I, I don't think having it in the layer in uh, in general would be a problem, but I wouldn't want to put it uh, inside the statue with uh, with the fetters and with the veil. I can arrange for. A uh, quarantine, our uh, quarantine containment device. We can place it in. Fantastic. Make it even make it lead-lined in case it's really leaking out any sort of tracing thing that would be blocked by lead. Hasn't even considered that, but uh, sure. Yeah, no, we don't no, want I'm Superman finding our fairy heart. <laughs> well, any number of. A, a wide variety of things. radiation That's energy. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Changeling Fallout. <laughs> that would be such a good game. That would be a good game, actually. Yeah, I'd be down for that. So, is this is this changelings that have survived to the world going Fallout or? 
Fallout's logic applied to changeling. I like, no. I like the idea that changeling. All of the above. Changelings that escape from that escape from uh, uh, Arcadia only to find, find themselves, themselves in, in the apocalypse. In yeah. Fallout, yeah. Right. <laughs> only to find themselves in like fucking the Capital Wasteland or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, call it, I finally got out of the hedge and everything is nuked to hell. And I mean, we call it Mab Max. <laughs> Mab Max. Mab Max. Changelings that escaped got into the hedge and instead of finding a way back to this world, managed to find somewhere into the Umbra and just ended up in a realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just ended up in an, some realm that is a post-apocalyptic world. Yep. But the thing about Fallout is it specifically extrapolates the dystopia of a specific era. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's the Umbra is your perfect and place that for that world shit. can exist okay. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about any of this. It's all good. I make a the call. The Umbra has countless worlds that are that that are of any size, any any rules, and any concept. I, the Umbra is your multiverse. Spirit uh-huh. worlds. Yep. I make a call to get a uh, quarantine containment device put together mm-hmm. and delivered somewhere nearby that can be retrieved easily. It'll take a few hours, but yep. this kind of containment is stuff that you do normally, so it shouldn't take too long. Yeah, and, and, and get a, give it all the bells and whistles, you know, all, all, of, all of the shielding, uh, uh, radiation shielding, ER, you know, electromagnetic shielding, anything that could possibly be used to track it that cares about the technology that we have to block it. Put it it's in. just shielding all the way down. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it just it is the platonic idea of shielded and cold <laughs> and, and and a cold iron case just to boot. Oh, even better. <laughs> so, that'll be that'll be ready in a few hours. Yep. Not only can he not get his heart back, we can beat him to death. With the all right. Uh, I will. Let's see. Um, okay. So who has the heart at this point? Nobody. Drew. On a shelf. Uh, Drew is the last one to examine it. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. As long as Drew seems to be. Uh, Keeping his hands on the on the heart. <laughs> that sounds fair. Um, and then I guess as soon as he's able to do so, Paul will head over to um, uh, to Shakes' place. Uh, Astrid, do you, you need me to pick anything up from your place? Uh, like a box of alcohol, please. No. <laughs> um, uh, Paul. Paul turns to Nico and says, "Oh, don't, don't worry, don't worry." And we'll turn back and wink at Astrid. What are we um, yelling no about? Astrid I, apparently wants to turn a thing of box wine into a juice box. I mean, listen. It is. If I have to, if I have to tie you to a freaking couch somewhere, I will so murder make you. Sure you Speaking if of I ju- have to have zero, tie you to a <laughs> speaking, speaking of juice box, I'm going to go find a few rats, Archer says. 
Ew. Um, to make sure that you take the time to fully rest so it doesn't take you longer, which makes the which pushes out the time frame that we have to su to fix this whole thing, which results in further deaths around us. I will have him do that, and I, then you can kill him, and it's fine. But <laughs> you'll still be tied to a, a couch. I mean, you you say you say you, but I'm going to ask you: Would you rather I feed on a few rats or a few people? I would rather you do whatever and just not tell me. Right. I'll be back in a bit. Speaking of healing, has uh, it, how, how much time has passed? Probably another half hour of being examined and two more battle damage away. I'm no longer at penalties. Hey. Okay. Well, Nico doesn't really have anything until there's been like rest and possibly <clears throat> a trip back to Alexander's library. Well, and if we've got a few hours before the containment vessel will be ready and delivered. So, to rest. Uh, well, so I'm assuming uh, Paul's headed out while everyone's resting. I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. So we'll handle we'll handle that first, and then whoever needs to go other places afterwards. So, Paul. You make your way to the apartment that you that you knew was the last place to was the last place to contact the changelings. Um, when you when you arrive at the complex and you get near Astrid's apartment, which is just down from the changeling apartment, um, you spot Shakes sort of hanging around outside the apartment complex, and she spots you. Hey, you look like shit. You'll like it too. Glad to know that the face matches the insides. Um, but good news to report. We took out the colonel, the knuckle of his, uh, at least one of his little soldiers. Sorry, what? You want to run that by me again? Sure. Um, you remember the... Uh, how much How much does Shakes know about the knuckle of his? Jack shit. You learned about you learned about that oh. one from Alexander. Fair enough. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm, I'm gonna take a hot second and catch her up on that and pass along what we learned from Alexander's. Fuck me. Okay. Right. So, um, but we're already underway. They've got lieutenants, or in this case, a colonel. Um, serving them. It looks like they'd uh, lodged a, just a little bit of material, looked like uh, a bleeding black metal art that was lodged, uh, in this case, in the neck. We pried it out. We've got it isolated. Uh, we're going to try to use it and track back uh, the, the next in line there. Mm. Okay, that's a lot to unpack. It certainly is. Um, we will absolutely keep you apprised, but uh, at least for the moment, wanted to let you know things are underway. Um, seems like at least this initial area is, uh, is under control. The next turning our focus on to uh, our wayward brethren, the um, so-called slashes, the, the 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 burning one and the and the other. Okay, um, and we're going to continue working forward to. Uh, 
make sure that these powers, the knuckle of E and, and, and any associates it may have, uh, will stop whatever they're doing to draw everyone into the area. I'll have to ask around the community and see if anyone... That's a conversation that I'm not going to look forward to, but if anyone had part of their durance alongside the knuckle of E. Um, Paul says, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We, uh, we had, a, as you're aware, we had a bit of a falling out with some of our former compatriots who are most familiar. Durance? It's what we call our time in Arcadia. It's not pleasant for anyone, and a lot of us try and forget it. It's a lot of us do a very good job of forgetting it. Arcadia is not a place that's meant to stay in someone's head. But I mean, if anyone remembers it, if anyone remembers that thing, they might have information that could be useful. And uh, the more information we share, I think, the better we can all do to get in this, get in your hometown back to, to feeling like it. So please pass along whatever you find out. The Fae, the Fae use us like pets, like servants, like household objects, depending on their whim. I can't imagine what any changeling under the knuckle of E would have suffered through. But and, I'll that, see. and that's what the knuckle of E is, one of these Fae in and of itself? That's what it sounds like. The gentry are as varied and unique as any myth can tell you. And each of them has their own habits, their own things, and their own tactics on the hunt. Well, you've got my number. If you could, we'd appreciate it. Give me a call and let me know what you find. Anything, even if it doesn't seem uh, at all relevant, we'd like to have it to try to piece together the puzzle. Yeah, I'll see what I can find. I'm asking people to relive their trauma to get this information, so understand it's probably going to take time. I do, I do, and I appreciate it. Uh, I'm not trying to minimize that at all. Um, before I part ways and, and, and head back, um, I did also want to ask you, um, in assisting you with, with clearing out this little bit of edge in your particular neighborhood, um, you had also agreed to provide me with a uh, memory of you dealing with winter. Yes, I owe you a dream. You want that now? Yes, please. If it's if it's uh, something you can do here. Otherwise, we can arrange a time to come back for me to collect. Let's find a spot for you to lay down. Uh, Paul, Paul pauses for a moment. Oh, oh, I thought it was sort of sort of like a like a takeout kind of situation oh you want it contained sure um yeah i can probably do that give me like five minutes i need i'm the one who needs to lay down in that case all right paul looks visibly relieved uh, and so she heads into the changeling's apartment can't wait for Paul to get it. Then as he's walking away, trip, slip, fall, and it breaks and just goes away. <laughs> it's Benny Hill up in here. <laughs> a few, minute, few minutes later, she comes back with a crystal vial, which has sort of a small, like, wispy essence of, like, a small snowstorm that's just sort of eternally blizzarding inside the vial. She hands it to you. 
much obliged. Um, look forward to doing further business. Mm-hmm. I'll see what I can find, and of course, any information that'll help us, we appreciate it too. Of course, of course. Um, good luck. I think we're all going to need it. Mm-hmm. And then he'll uh, he'll head back and um, go to the labyrinth to turn in the the dream. So you you deposit that with the labyrinth. They are very keen on learning about that one. Um, but with that, with that out of the way, presumably you'll make your way back to, back to everyone else. Um, who's headed out to the Fate Weavers? Nico is. Are we waiting for the containment device before doing that? I assume so, because we're transporting the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So a few hours have passed. I no longer have any damage. Yay. I am fully full health. Good, good. Um, I'll, I will go out with them just to transport the just to transport the, uh, the the heart and make sure that it gets put in a in a in a good place to put this containment device so that it's not going to be damaged or interrupted in any in, in, in its function. Um, and then I'll probably head out again after after that's set up. Who wants to ride in the tank? <clears throat> I don't have a choice. You're the one going there. <laughs> uh, no, I'll I think I'll take my own car as it gets as it probably got delivered with the containment unit. <laughs> Kayla, you coming for library research? You're kind of brain person. Uh, no. No, no, I'm not. Okay. I don't get to come, do I? You are on bed rest, ma'am. At this point, uh, Archer is back and is like, and you can see that his wounds have almost completely closed. Yeah. I'm going to keep you here, if nothing else. All right. Um, I assume there's, like, basic rations and stuff. Probably, yeah. There's nothing particularly appetizing, but there's plenty of food here for... I, I didn't think to have vampire food, but there's plenty of food for the mortals here. <laughs> So um, I, did, I didn't expect you to have blood packs refrigerated. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure if we have refrigeration. We've got electricity, so I guess we might. Um, hmm. Yeah. Can always order DoorDash if we need, it. need anything. Uh... <laughs> DoorDash to the bunker, to the underground bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Colleen staying, by the way? In the bunker? Hold on, hold on. Let me clarify here. There's a there is a address posted to the fridge that's about two blocks away that is pretty convenient if you need to deliver something. Mm-hmm. Let me clarify here because. Uh, I realize sometimes my attention slightly splits, but 
I heard we have plenty of food for humans, not much for vampires. And then the next response was, <laughs> "We can call DoorDash." <laughs> I was hoping you. Are we gonna that. eat this I, fucking I, delivery? I, man? The, the food I have is that appetizing. It's like rations and can. That was that was a response to that, but I'm glad that Kayla got the joke. <laughs> Uber is okay. Uber is the DoorDash of vampires. Like I'm know, just it's... saying, all I'm saying it is that I joke. understand that th- that that we are a fairly permissive group of supernatural hunters, but maybe don't make so many jokes about eating people. <laughs> Forgive me, my humor is a little bit dark. Hunters as a broader category don't get to throw too many dispersions at the ones who eat people. And with that, I'm leaving. (laughs) They aren't here! (laughs) No, they're not, because I actually don't like them. That was my alternate choice for a character besides Kayla for a replacement. Would you like a slice of vampire pizza? Werewolf lasagna. We made it with garlic for the irony. <laughs> oh God! I want to make a culinarian. Uh, 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 what, what the one? Ashwood Abbey. No, not Ashwood, Ashwood Abbey. The, no, the Faithful of Shilpay. Faithful of Shilpay. No. I want to make it. I want to make a culinarian Faithful of Shilpay now. That's like their life's goal is just to make every dish using monster parts. <laughs> oh. Please try the try the crab rangoon. Nope. 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 I mean, he probably would, but we're not. He absolutely going. would be sort one, a, wouldn't he? Sort, sort of a Julia and Gulia kind of situation. <laughs> yep. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> And then you have the one, like, then you've got, you've got, like, that on that end, and then on the other end, you have, uh, what's his fucking face with the, with the hair? Um, Guy Fieri? Not specific. You've got the nope. guy, yeah, you got the Guy Fieri the version guy of that. with the um, hair. Uh, may I? Guy Fieri? <laughs> yes, Guy Fieri. Uh, mm-hmm. Bam! It's like, yeah, anyway. no, when, when we're eating vampires, we gotta add our special sauce. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> That's, um... That's Emerald, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's uh, Ephemeral Legacy. <laughs> Dear God, we're the worst. He's so great. So, you, <laughs> you guys make your way <laughs> to the Fate Weaver's lab. As the, group of you, as the group of you arrive, I would like everyone to give me a wits and composure. Bobby Flay. Hold on, I have to figure out how to do this while still keeping my middle fingers. Uh, you're, not, uh, you're, not, you're, you're, not, you're not there, so you don't have to. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Two I successes. I do need to figure out Two successes. Or while doing Wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's me. That's Nico's arrow uh, and Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two successes. <laughs> we are <all laughs> equally equally hey, observant slash oblivious. Reroll if it is. Three sets. Uh, it would be either visual or audio, so you can. You, you, yeah, so you don't need the. Three sets of two is six. Which is the first letter, which is the first of the sign of the beast. <laughs> so, 
Um, as the as the three of you are making your way out of the vehicles, um, a faint sour wind um, blows, and the stench is like rotting seaweed. And as you all sort of pause and look around, uh, all three of you sort of eventually turn your attention to a strangely now deeper shadowed than you had seen before alley across the street and the horrific figure inside of it. The flayed body of what seems to be part horse, part woman. The feminine figure that would form the the centaur-like torso attached to the body that forms this flayed muscle structure with a single burning red eye in what would have been the head just faintly looks at you from across the alleyway with this strange intensity and just slowly backs away and disappears into the darkness of the alley. Did anyone else hallucinate that? I mean, not all of it, but I heard it. Oh, good. I, uh... Did you drive... I've got some business in Chicago, but that can... I think that can wait a couple weeks. Did you did you drug me while you were tending to my minor bruising, Nico? Yes, but no hallucinogenics. Just, just Good. sedatives. Good. You're, Good. you're fine there. You know, no, 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 that's... Let's get inside. Yeah! <laughs> and with that, after just the briefest of glances at what could only have been the knuckle of E, as you make your way down into Alexander's lab, that's where we're going to end for the week. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>